Hey, what's up? My name is Renee, and welcome to Live Boulevard. On this episode, I have a special guest, professional wrestler SoCal Crazy, who donated his time to tell me about his story. I feel very, very grateful that he accepted the invitation to, you know, he donated his time to talk about his story. Now let's get to it. Hey everybody, um, today I have the opportunity to interview a professional wrestler. His name is SoCal Crazy. He was kind enough to donate his time to talk to me about his story and I'm really excited to uh, get to talk to him today. I met him once at the county fair. I took a picture with him. I was so happy. You can see in my face, I was all happy when I when I took a picture with him. Um, but today he's here to tell a story about you know his journey. And SoCal Crazy, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing a lot better. Obviously, I'm, uh, you know, going through the stuff that I went through. Uh, but, but now I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more positive <laughs> mindset. And, and, you know, that's interesting that you mentioned that because a while back I was following you on a, I had a different um, account. I was following you. I was following the SoCal uh, Pro Wrestling. I think it's so, Yeah, I was following them and all of a sudden I said they were going to take a leave of absence. And uh, I was like, I wonder what happened. And it's interesting enough that. I didn't know what happened. I tried looking for you like on, on social media. I didn't know what happened. So I was like, oh, maybe he retired early. And then uh, recently it was announced that you were coming back. And then you posted like, hey, you know, I want to, you know, if anybody has questions, Rasa, you know, hit me up, let me know. And I was like, wow, this is, this is, you know, really cool. So um, again, so what happened with your story? Like, what, why, why did you take the time off? You know, what, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So basically what happened was, um, uh, unfortunately, I and I fell into a dark place in, in in my life, you know, like like a lot of people do. And um, I had some demons that actually kicked my butt, you know. Um, I fell hard into the um, alcohol, and you know, it was just ruining my life, you know. But at the time, you know, you don't you don't really think about those stuff, you know. It's it's always just you're only just thinking about what you're gonna do the next day and whatnot. But you know, uh, unfortunately, following that dark path, you know, I. Uh, uh, I was uh, diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And so that obviously was a big life changer for me. You know, it, uh, it, it, you know, it halted my wrestling career. Uh, I had to put a brakes on it just to, to concentrate on my, on my life. Basically, you know, I had to go back and rethink about the way that I was living rethink about, you know, the people that I was hurting, um, the friendships that I lost, you know, I had to just take a step back and, and just meditate and really get into uh, into who where, where I really was going you know to me wrestling has has been a part of my life forever you know I've, I've always been a big part of wrestling and and, and for this disease uh, to, to cause me not only uh, the early stages of uh, colon cancer which later led to to the stage four but you know it, it for it to take away uh, wrestling for me uh, for a while, it was just, it was very devastating for me. You know, I didn't, I didn't know how to rebound back. You know, you know it took, it took a lot of effort on, on my part, on, on my family's part uh, to get me back on the right path. And, you know, um, you know, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't push religion on anybody, but I, you know, I, I found, you know, I found Jesus and I found God and I've always believed in him, but I, I you know, his, I found his words a little bit more, a little bit more heartfelt, I guess I could say, you know, in, 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 in the message that he was, he's relying on everybody. And, uh, uh, but basically, you know, long story short, that's, that's why I took a hiatus from wrestling because I was just going down, down a dark path, which led me to, unfortunately, to the cancer diagnosis and, uh, to a really bad mindset, bad, bad mind frame. Uh, uh, but luckily, you know, by, by the grace of God, by the, the help of my family, um, um, I rebounded, I'm, 
I'm, I'm back. I'm in the journey to be back into the ring, into the sport that I love. Um, and that's where we find myself. That's where I find myself today. That's awesome. And, you know, that's that's awesome because I, I, I didn't talk to you before, you know, you're like, I didn't talk to you before the podcast. So I had no idea that religion was one of the things that you were going to speak about. And a lot of my guests actually come back and here and tell me like, you know, because of Jesus or because of religion, I, I was able to change my life. Were you when when all this was going on, were you reluctant to join religion or were you reluctant to even know about Jesus or anything like that? Um, I wasn't so much reluctant. I mean, I, I grew up in a Catholic home. So, you know, my mom always took me and my brother to church, even when we didn't want to go. She, you know, she would always drag us to church to to make sure that we knew what, you know, what, what God was about. Um, I never really followed him. You know, uh, I always knew that he was there. But myself, I never really followed him. Um, I think I was, I'm, I was mo like most people that, you know, when, when they when they find themselves in a jam or something that they can't get themselves out of, they always pray to God, please help me or help me get out of this, you know. But, uh, you know, I, that's kind of like where I felt or, or fell into, you know, it wasn't until until this this happened to me that I, you know, that, that, that I really found God and I really found, um, you know, the um his, his the, the passage that, that that i'm i'm hoping that i'm trying to lead now okay that that sounds really awesome and and before uh your diagnosis before heading to that dark path um how was your relationship or how was your 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 stand with with uh um, not christianity but with jesus and and things like that it was good you know like i said it was it was uh you know i i, I told you I, I grew up in the catholic home so uh you know we i had god and jesus around my life you know it has been around my 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 life so um you know my mom is a big big uh religious uh she's very religious um she's she's always you know every time i see her she's always crossing my face crossing my you know crossing me and and, and always praying for me and all that and uh so you know it was it, like i said it, you know I, I i knew of his existence i knew he was there i just didn't take advantage of it um I wish I would have. I, I wish I would have known a little bit more about him. I wish I, I would have uh, studied him more like, like I should have been. Uh, maybe that would have kept me in the right path, you know, but, uh, but, you know, I, I can't, I can't really, you know, sit here and, you know, look, look back at the mistakes that I've done. I can only go forward. And, and that's good. Um, I know sometimes we have difficulty like looking at our past mistakes, decisions that we make, and we're not proud of those moments and, you know, getting closer to Jesus and, and, and whether it's religion or just a relationship, a relationship with Jesus, it's, you know, it's, it's good to know that we're forgiven for our mistakes or our decisions and talking about the dark path. Um, if you're able to share, um, you know, what were some things that, that made it dark or what, were, if you're able to share that that's up to you, were there any dark moments that you're like, man, this is, this is getting out of hand. Um, yeah, you know, unfortunately my, uh, I, you know, I, I felt, I felt really bad into the struggles of alcohol and, um, you know, as, as, as a recovering alcoholic now, I can't, it, it's hard for, for somebody to, or somebody that was in my position to admit that, that I had a drinking problem, you know, um, you know, I've, I've been learning a lot about this, this disease and, and, you know, with, uh, been going to my, uh, AA meetings and, and been learning a lot from them. And it's just, I don't know, it was just really hard for, for me to concentrate on myself while I was going through that dark phase, you know, and it's almost like, 
like the only thing that you that you could live for is 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 for that drink, you know. And it's it's just, just and and for me, it wasn't so much about the drinking itself, but it was more of the effects that alcohol had on me, you know. Like like it made me feel. I guess the best way I could put it was it made me feel invincible, you know. It made me feel like like nobody or nothing can hurt me. And even when I did get hurt physically or emotionally, I I that was my go to thing to to try to numb myself from the pain or trying to numb myself from from everything that I that I couldn't control on my own so that you know it was just it was just a an ugly ugly chapter in my life and you know one of the regrets that I really have is you know I I I lost a lot of good friends I lost a lot of family members because of this which you know it's 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 a horrible thing but you know it's 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 uh it's my consequences to my past actions I understand where you're coming from when um the alcohol the 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 effects like um how it numbs the pain you know I did that way back in my my early 20s um, I was going through a hard time, a dark, dark, dark times. And that was, that's what led me to alcohol was, was pretty much, um, it wasn't extreme, but it was to, I would drink just to numb the pain. You know, that's what I needed. So I understand where you're coming from, uh, coming from, from that. Um, so is there anything specific that happened in your life that like led to the, uh, to drink alcohol? Um, no, you know, there wasn't really nothing specific. You know, my uh, my drinking career started because of pain. You know, um, I was never really I'm not big into like pain medicine, like Tylenol or Advil or anything like that. You know, when I got hurt or anything like that, especially in the ring, uh, when I was hurting or, or had any kind of discomfort, my, my go to was alcohol thinking, OK, well, you know, this is going to numb me for a little bit. It'll help me go to sleep. I'll wake up the next day, go to the gym, do whatever, and then get ready for my next match. Unfortunately, I didn't know how to control that, and that consumed my life. You know, it, it started from one to two to three to four and so on and so on and so on. So um, that's that's basically how 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 this uh, dark path started. You know, I, I was under the impression that I could control it. You know, I was under the impression that, okay, just I, I got this. I got this. You know, if I can handle anything else in life, I can handle or everything else in life, I should say, I can handle this. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. You know, it kicked my butt. It kicked my butt really hard. And, um, uh, but at the same time, you know, it gave me a very good uh, learning lesson in life. Uh, you talked about some of the relationships and friendships that were lost during 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 this time. Uh, were you able to like call back people and be like, hey, you know, what? I'm sorry. Were relationships like um, how can I say, like, were, were they um, pretty much, did they forgive you? Did you talk to them? Did, did you try to work things out with them? Or is just, or some of those relationships just are lost forever? Um, you know, right now at this point in moment, I think some of those relationships are lost forever and it, it, it hurts, you know, it really hurts a lot because one of the things that I treasure most in, in, in not only in wrestling, but in life in general is, is friendships, you know, like anybody can have money. Anybody can be rich. Anybody can have, you know, money put away, fancy cars or whatever. Uh, but friendships, friendships are really what lasts for you in, in, in your life, you know. And um, unfortunately, I don't think some of the uh, some of the people that I hurt are, are ready to uh, for me to 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 take that step with them yet. And I totally understand that. I myself am not ready for that yet. You know, like I'm I'm still uh, recovering myself. Um, I really hope that in the future, you know, maybe two, three, four years, maybe five years from now that that can happen. Um, you know, unfortunately, I'm not a I'm not a time teller. So I can I don't I can I can't really tell what, what the future holds. But um, all the thing I can do is try to live my, the best life from from this point on.
just just live live the way that I was supposed to live. And then can you describe like the moment that you decided like, hey, you know what, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to, you know, go to AA meetings or I'm going to turn my life to, you know, to I'm going to focus on Jesus. Can you describe what made that moment like happen? Yeah, well, definitely it was when I was in the hospital with uh, battling the, the, the colon cancer, you know, that that's an experience that I don't wish on anybody, you know, I, uh, the pain and, and the suffering that I went through and, um, you know, that, that really, uh, you know, sitting, sitting alone in that hospital room, you know, not, not having anybody other than your family, uh, come to see you, you know, it, it was just like, it made you think a lot, you know, uh, it wasn't until I believe I was like in my first month in the hospital where, uh, I, I guess the hospital priest, uh, uh, came in and, and then he, he sat down with me and he started talking to me and, and, you know, I started telling him my path and what led me to where I was at. And, uh, he really opened me up about Jesus and, and, and the word and he prayed for me and we prayed together and he opened up the good book to me. And, uh, you know, that, that really, that was probably the point where I was like, okay, okay. You know, it's, it's time for you to change your life. It's time for you to actually get, get in the game and get back to where you were, you know, before all of this happened. So definitely, definitely getting, I always like to, I like to think, or I like to say that, you know, getting colon cancer saved my life because I think if I wouldn't have gotten sick, I probably would have died from alcoholism. Uh, so I honestly want to say that getting the colon cancer literally saved my life, even though it almost killed me as well. Um, you know, but I can, I can honestly say that I, I, I respect that cancer and, and, and I thank it for, for getting, for invading my body because it, it literally snapped me back into place. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day and we were talking about, you know, turning our life to Jesus. And, and it's like, sometimes we expect, you know, fast results. You know, we, we get closer to God, we get closer to Jesus and we want our life to change like quickly. Right. And it doesn't happen. Uh, did you ever feel that way too? Like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm turning my life, you know, to Jesus. Like, I want fast results. Did you feel like that too as well? Or um on some occasions I did. You know, okay. uh there were some occasions where I I you know I I was praying daily for for some kind of resolution, you know. Um and not so much for, for a physical resolution because I knew what, what turmoil I was, you know, I was in and into and then what, what I would put my body through. Uh but it was more of a mindset, you know, like I had I had all of these uh visions in my head and all these thoughts in my head of, and you know I, I i i asked them daily i was like you know can, can you get these things out of my head like I, I can't deal with this you know but uh you know i i, I never got upset about it i always knew that it was probably going to take patience you know i like to call i like to call those thoughts landmines you know i'll have little landmines every now and then because they're they're so explosive you know then and they'll, they'll consume you if you give them the chance so no, I mean, not really. I wasn't really rushing anything. Uh, but like I said, there were times where I was getting desperate and I was like, okay, okay, stop this, stop this, stop this negative thinking, you know. But I was able to like, I guess, pace myself once I started uh, uh started talking to more uh more pastors and and and, and, and hearing hearing their advice and hearing their uh, you know just just what what uh what Jesus had in store for me. Yeah, awesome. That's that's really great. Um. And did you have any other supports or any other people that helped you along with you, on your journey? Anyone specifically that helped you get through these these dark moments? Um, I did. I mean, I I, I had a 
Um, I had a good support group. You know, I uh, my relationship with my mother grew even stronger. Obviously, you know, no mother wants wants to bury her child. And, you know, on, on two occasions, uh, you know, I had the doctor to come and tell me while my mother was by my bedside, you know, you know what, you might not make it out of here, you know, and that's just seeing, you know, hearing the doctor say that to me was, you know, bad enough, but having my mother next to me and hearing that, um, you know, and then her just, you know, crying, obviously, and all of that was, uh, was something that I'm never going to forget. That, like that image is engraved in my head for the rest of my life, you know, and, but it, uh, you know, it, that, it made our relationship stronger. Um, now my mom is probably my best friend. And um, I, I wish I would have taken advantage of that years and years and years ago, you know, uh, but she's, she's my rock now and she's my heart. And I owe, I, I owe her everything. You know, my brother as well. My my brother was there for me. And uh, even though me and my brother, we kind of separated uh, uh, when we were growing up. You know, uh, we were close growing up, but then as we both grew as adults, we uh, we both kind of went our own ways. Um, we still kept in contact, but not as not as much as we should have. Uh, but after this happened, um, you know, he he also became my rock, and and he was there for me every day, calling me every day, you know, making sure I had everything. Um, you know, I had a lot of good, uh, I had some friends that, that would call me and, and, and you know, write me and, and you know, just to tell me that they were there, they were there. But I honestly had to, would have to say that I think the, my, uh, my biggest rock honestly would have to be my mother. You know, my, my mother really stepped up for me and, you know, like, like, like most mothers would, uh, for their children, you know, and, um, I just never, I never saw that side of my mother before until this, uh, but I always knew that it was there and obviously, uh, she always knew it was there. So, so it was, you know, it was really cool that this brought us uh, even closer than, than, than we were before. Man, you know, I just want to say that is tough to hear. Um, you know, just when you tell me that, you know, when the doctor told you that you might not make it, that's, that's tough. Um, I don't even know how I would handle that. You know, that, that takes a lot of, you know, uh, strength to do, to push through and, and, and maybe you had to change your mindset. Maybe you had to be stronger, and 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 not lose the fight and that's that's really i i can't imagine that so i i give you praise for pushing forward and pushing um, pushing hard and you know being here today being able to talk about your experience and and it's as you know it's like wow this, this is pretty pretty amazing um aside from from that like um is there anything else that you want to let people know about your diagnosis or any of the struggles that you went through um well it's just you know it's obviously any type of cancer is, is not, is not something that you want to, that you want to um, really promote or anything like that. But I, I, I really want people to learn from my experience. I really want them to know that, you know, that just be careful with the choices that you make. You know, I obviously made a lot of bad, bad decisions, um, you know, that, that led me to, to where I was at. So just, you know, I, I really would want people to just, you know, take my story in, in, into account and just know that, you know, no matter how dark your path is going to be or how dark your path you think it, it is, you know, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And, and it's funny because I've always heard that, but I've never taken it into consideration. You know, like I've always heard that, that, that little phrase and it wasn't until that I actually went through that and something similar to that where I was like, oh, man, okay, yeah, that, that makes total, total sense, you know. As, as far as the cancer diagnosis right now, thank God, you know, I'm in, I'm in remission. Um, so right now I'm, I'm 
actively con concentrating on trying to get back into the ring, trying to get back into ring shape, uh, you know, so I can continue with my wrestling journey, um, you know, wrestling journey that I could have killed easily myself. Um, so I'm, I'm just very, very thankful to God that he's given me another opportunity at that the sport that I love. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. And you know what, just to let you know, I met you once years ago, I think it was back in 2012, 2013. And it's, it's, I'm not sure if we were going through that at that time, you know, drinking alcohol or anything like that. But sometimes it's, it's amazing how you can't see what people are going through. Some people you can see there, it's obvious that they need help, but there's times that when I, when I picture you, when I used to see you on, you know, social media, you always seem happy. You always seem like that, you know, you just seem like a really cool guy since, since the beginning. So I would never imagine that, you know, you were going through a, a dark, a dark time in your life or, you know, I, I never knew, you know, of course, you know, you don't share your life story, but sometimes I feel like you can tell with certain people where they're going through some dark stuff. And sometimes people hide it very well. You know, I, I know there's times with me, people didn't know I was going through anything, but I hid it because I didn't want to share anything, but uh, yeah, it's you're hard. Right. It is no, and you're absolutely right. You know, it's like, um, uh... That's why it's it's so important for you to you know check check in on your friends check in on on your family members you know like I I I don't remember where I read this but I read this somewhere where it said the ha sometimes the happiest people make the most miserable people and um, I I don't know honestly I can't sit here and tell you why I I never showed uh, the, what I was going through um, you know I, I I honestly don't know I I guess I knew how to hide it very well. Um, but eventually, you know, it, at least in my case, it caught up with me, and, you know, it, it got me into the situation that it got me into. Um, uh, but it's, 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 it's hard. It's, it's really hard, you know, when, when, when you have a lot of uh, negative thoughts in your head, you know, when, when something isn't feeling right, you know, it's a lot, it's hard for a lot of people to, to, to reach out for help. You know, I wish I could have reached out for help, honestly, you know, but I um I didn't know who to reach out to. And even though I knew I had lifelines there, I, I never took them. Um, and I don't know if it was so much because I was too proud or or I, I didn't want to help. I honestly can't even sit here and tell you, you know, I just it's just uh, all I can tell you is that it's, it's it's hard when your mind plays tricks on you. It really is. Yeah. And I think that the only way to uh, beat that is to um, have a, the right support system the right positive people and also you know being like I'm, I'm like you i'm not trying to push religion but sometimes religion or having a relationship with jesus does help out and that's my personal opinion you know hope whatever other people want to take from that you know that's that's cool but that's just been with my experience and um i won't take too much of your time but um before i ask you one more question is there anything else that you want to add to your story yeah well you know i just uh just want to say you know that anybody that that uh that needs help or anybody that needs anybody to talk to or, or anything like that, you know, um, uh, you can always reach out to me, uh, you know, reach out to me on my Instagram, uh, you know, direct message me. I I'm here to talk, you know, I, uh, I'm not the perfect person in the world. You know, I never claimed to be, and I probably never will be. Uh, but I do want to consider myself a, a lending ear or a lending hand or, or even a friend, uh, to anybody out there that, that needs somebody to talk to, you know, somebody that, that, that can maybe help them avoid go through, uh, going through the path that I went through. Uh, you know, um, 
I don't I don't want people to sit here or I don't want to sit here and make myself the victim because I'm not the victim in any any shape or form. I'm no victim whatsoever. You know, I brought this upon myself. Uh, but again, I, I wish I would have reached out to those lifelines when they were there. And so I'm just throwing out that lifeline, you know, to anybody that's listening or, or cares to listen to this. Um, if you ever need anything, anybody that, to, to talk to or listen to, again, I'm, I'm, I'm here 100 percent. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, if I'm, you know, if if I'm a, you know, I guess a professional wrestler or, or just an average Joe on the street, whatever, whatever. I'm just want everybody to know that I'm here for a helping hand to to listen and help and and, and talk and and because that's you know it's it's you need that you really need that you know for a lot of years I I always thought that I could handle stuff myself you know for a long time I was like no I don't need anybody I'm fine I I got this I, I got this you know and that's that's not the, that's not the truth you know everybody every single person in this world needs somebody to lean up against or, or talk to at least so you know just uh, just want to throw that out there you know that I'm definitely here for anybody that needs help definitely and what is your um your social media handle so people can reach out to you so the social media handle is um, is for Instagram, which is SC Crazy. Um, and again, you you know if if uh, just shoot me a DM, and um, you know I, I'll, I'm more than happy to reach out back to you and, and, and uh, try to help you out as much as I can. Okay, and then um, one question that I had: When can we expect you to go back in the ring? Are, are you training for that? Um, do you have a match set up yet, or nothing yet? Um, I actually have been. I, I've been training. Um, I have been training for like the past uh, month and a half. Um, you know, but well, month and a half of in-ring training. But prior to that, I, I've been I've been you know lifting weights, running, working on my cardio and whatnot. So I've been probably training for like the last two and a half months. Um, I have my first match scheduled on April twenty fourth out in Marietta. Uh, California so I'll be out there for for the very first match and then um, we're gonna start rolling from there you know uh, like I said I'm you know I when I was laying in the hospital bed I I never thought the possible I honestly didn't think I was gonna be able to return to wrestling you know I I was I was so fragile I was in very delicate care and you know it, it was just it wasn't even in my thoughts um, but you know luckily I'm back and I here and i want to you know hopefully this second chapter in, in, in my wrestling story uh you know can can help people and uh can inspire somebody to, to to not give up all right well thank you so much socal crazy i appreciate you taking your time and i really really do you have no idea how much an honor it is to for me to be able to speak to you and um i hope to see you back in the ring soon okay thank you thank you all right thank you That's it for now. Again, I'm very grateful. Thank you so much, SoCal Crazy, for donating your time to tell me about your story. I was very, I felt very honored to be able to speak to you. Now, with that said, I hope all of you have a great day.